Sales development continues to grow in importance as a critical component of a successful go-to-market strategy. And with the explosion of new tools, technology, and processes, the sales development industry itself is thriving, as seen with the growth of the 10-bound sales development market map over at 10bound.com. On this podcast, we'll dive deep and go beyond sales development to think about the future of technology, processes, and tools in the industry with our host, noted futurist, author, and sales development practitioner, Justin Michael. Welcome to Beyond Sales Development. Tune in each week and be sure to hit subscribe, leave a comment, and turn on notifications to never miss an episode. And now, Beyond Sales Development with your host, Justin Michael. Welcome back to Beyond Sales Development. I have Aaron Bollinger from Chronologic.ai. Aaron, welcome to the show. How's your day going in Austin? Thanks, Justin. It's another hot summer day here in Austin, Texas, but doing well. That's awesome. Well, it's great to meet you. You were introduced by some uh, you know, folks in high places. I'd love to hear about the company you're working on and how it can help what I call XDRs, which is the acronym soup of all of us top funnel crackers. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm a co-founder of uh, Chronologic and I'm, an S- I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm the CRO as well. So I lead our, our revenue sales and marketing and I've been in sales for 15 years now in B2B. And I started as a BDR out of Manhattan. I was with a company called KickApps, then went to Movable Inc., then Bizarre Voice. And now I've gone on to co-found Chronologic. And Chronologic can be described as a virtual SDR technology. It was at least partly, well, we, we stumbled upon the, the vision for the solution through my co-founders when they were as BDRs and BDR management at VMware, which is a $70 billion company now. And they were challenged by the CEO to, I want to increase sales but I don't want to just keep giving you more budget for marketing. And I don't want to just keep giving you more budget to hire more SDRs. I want you to get more efficient at taking the leads that exist and converting those into more pipeline and more sales. So managers, if you want to keep your jobs, if you want to improve your career here at VMware, that's the challenge. And my co-founders you know, were able to use that as a way to inject or propose a skunkworks project that led to this kind of calendar first approach that chronologic now provides for a lot of fortune 1000 companies a lot of fast growth companies as well across many different industries that's fantastic i love that i got so excited i love calendaring big fan of chili piper big fan of x.ai have power used both of those can you fit this into a description of what your solution does that those don't or is that just touching a surface of it because uh, I'd love to go real deep into here to utility, have some people trying out your tech based on this podcast. Well, Justin, I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, I think you're the perfect person to talk to because we are, we're really the next generation of that technology. It's undeniable that, you know, a Calendly link or a Chili Piper demo form is better than what existed in the past, which was just a, you know, a form and then a bunch of emails go back and forth internally. And then somebody's charged with, all right, go try to get a meeting with them. And you do a bunch of emails back and forth and then finally send the invite. So they took a big step in the right direction. Chronologic takes that 
kind of vision of getting more efficient at booking meetings to the whole next level, which is Chronologic integrates into your calendar and we integrate into your CRM. And we're listening for a timing signal of engagement. That could be as simple as a demo request. That could be somebody registers for a webinar, somebody downloads a piece of content, somebody spends some time on your website, somebody clicks on a link within your email. And whatever, if, if it's any of those triggers, it, it's that engaged lead is then automatically uh, reached out to by Chronologic on behalf of someone at your company. So it might say, hey, Justin, thank you for taking a look at our industry report. I'd love to offer my expertise, answer questions about how the concepts in the report could apply to your business. I have availability on Tuesday at 1.30 Pacific. And they would get that in their inbox and in their calendar. And if that time worked for them, it would be a single button click for you, Justin, to lock in that meeting. No back and forth. I don't need to open up the link and you know scroll back and forth between two different calendars and then fill out a form and then wait for the invite and then accept it. It's all done in literally a single click. Wow, I'm just trying to fathom that. It's like a one of those dramatic pauses. Can you share some of how that happens? I mean, what are some of the use cases of teams and companies using that right now without giving away your proprietary sauce? But was there a verticalized approach here? Let's say you have a SDR team that's remote right now, maybe 10 reps, and they're going after a certain vertical that might still be growing during the yes. crisis. Can they integrate this with their current stack? Would they keep yeah. their calendaring solution in place and add this on to sort of like book meetings programmatically based on interactions with content? That's it. That's it. I mean, yeah, there's a number of exciting ways. So, so one of them might be like very active, like you and the team and your team are out like going after certain leads. One of those leads clicks on a link within the, one of the emails in the cadence. Instead of getting a notification about that, Chronologic would immediately, when that link click happens, reach out to them with a proposed time. Hey, Justin, thanks for taking a look at that piece of content. I'd be happy to answer questions and I've got availability on Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific and then they could accept or decline that meeting. And then if they write back like, hey, I am interested in a conversation, but I need to look at sometime next week. Chronologic would, with our AI and NLP would understand that and we'd respond back exactly within about 60 seconds. Hey, Justin, no problem. Next week, I've got time at Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific and I've updated the invite. And they would be right back to a single click. Now that would be like, you know, in and outbounding motion. The other way there would be much more fully automated where you've been prospecting them in the past and they now go to your website and download a piece of content, or they now register for one of your webinars. Well, Chronologic, since it's integrated into the CRM, it would know that you've been prospecting them in the past and that webinar registration or that content download would be connected to, you know, it's, it's something that's been building up since you're prospecting. So they would get an immediate meeting invite. Hey, thanks for registering for our webinar. You know, I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity to connect with you. I, I could answer questions. I could offer my expertise about the topics in the webinar specific to your company. I've got availability. And so for the, for the SDR, they're literally going to look in there they're going to see an accepted meeting in their inbox and they're going to look in that calendar and that discovery call has been booked for them. Now they've got to show up and do a great job on the call, but our, our goal really is to give the SDRs 
a lot more time doing really good discovery and qualification calls and a lot less time simply chasing people back back and forth in the inbox trying to get that that first call yeah that's the holy grail that's smart so how do you set it up and onboard it what are the inputs to set up the system because it sounds automagical i'm so curious like what what it hinges on i mean i mean if it sounds pretty lightweight too but let's say i just like had the software and wanted to onboard it what are the series of steps to set it up on the stuff i'm currently doing assuming i'm got a pretty standard SaaS approach to outbound inbound sure so each of the sellers will get an email from google or microsoft saying hey do you give chronologic access to you know book meetings on your behalf and it's a single click for the sellers to say accept and with that we're integrated into their calendar and then the the more we usually do a 30-minute training that training is focused on calendar hygiene so basically like if you chose to give chronologic access to like tuesday wednesday and thursday in your calendar we would in that training we're going to talk about hey if you're going to take a longer lunch on wednesday that's fine but you got to block that out in your calendar if you're going to come in later on thursday block that out in your calendar because if you leave us vacancy we're going to be filling it up with meetings so that's the important part is now it's like each SDR has their own executive admin that's going to be booking meetings on your behalf. So you really have to maintain calendar hygiene. And then the, frankly, the, the only part that is, that takes some, some thought and some work is the integration with the CRM. Now we have a single click integration with Salesforce through the integration, but you, we have to set up channels in chronologic. So you create a meeting type. So this might be like a webinar follow-up or a sales sequence Meeting, meeting invitation, or a demo request, or a renewal conversation, or an account expansion conversation. So we create the meeting type, and there's a template in Chronologic, but we'll customize the language for your product and your solution. And then you, you, know, you get the final say, yes or no, that this looks good. And then we set up a channel. And the channel, it like pops up. It looks just like a, if, when you're doing a Salesforce report. It's going to give you, you know, okay, do you want to look at an, a lead or a contact? Okay, I want to look at a lead. Okay, do you want leads that, you know, have, you know, a last activity of, you know, and then you can specify and then only do it for accounts that are greater than, you know, a million dollars revenue. So you can, you can access all of your CRM fields in our interface to say, you know, only apply this, you know, apply this kind of messaging for an enterprise customer, this, this kind of messaging for a mid-market customer, or this kind of message for this kind of industry customer. So there is some setup to do there, although we have a team that walks you through it. But once those channels are set up, the beautiful thing is Chronologic is booking meetings in the background, working on meetings for that channel in perpetuity autonomously. Could a solopreneur use it? What if someone's just like a prolific blogger and podcaster? I might know someone like that. But now, how would we? How would you use it? Would you just point it at your personal blogs, or if someone registers, or like how do you how do you deploy this thing on, on any channel? Yeah, the you do have to do a setup per channel. So like if you have demo requests, you know there we do need to set up like a demo request meeting type, and then if you also have you know if you also get meetings from like partners, we can set up a partner meeting type. We do have smaller teams that use us. I think to get a strong ROI, 
the majority of the time, we look for companies that have about 100 engaged leads per month. Because on average, across marketing channels, if you have 100 engaged leads per month, let's say you get 50 from webinars, 10 from demo requests, 10 from content downloads, and you know, 30 from prospecting leads per month. If you have that much, then a, a typical company might book you know, 15 or 20 meetings out of those leads. What we've seen at Chronologic is we can consistently, if you're getting 20 meetings out of 100 leads, we can get you to 30, 35, sometimes 40 meetings out of those same 100 leads. And thereby, you know, if you've got an extra 10, 15 or 20 meetings per month as a small business, that can really add up. On the enterprise, the numbers get a lot bigger. So we power Thomson Reuters, CDW, Dell, Insight, Caterpillar, Gartner and what new a brand new IPO big commerce are, are all customers of Chronologic where we work on bigger scales. But we can make a difference. If you've got a hundred engaged leads a month, Justin, we can usually add at least tens of thousands of dollars in, in sales for you, you know, in, in a given quarter or a year. That's awesome. So yeah, setting up this show, I really wanted to go a little deeper into the tech itself and how it's set up. Right, Because when you have a new technology that's so cutting edge, it's sometimes hard to describe. So this is killer. And I would ask everyone to check it out and try a demo, try a trial and get in touch with you. Based on what you've built and where you've come from, I do just have some general questions on the future of where all this stuff is going. Like, Where do you see sales tools going in the next three years, five years? A lot of people are talking singularity, but I'm all about bridging toward that. Like, what What's the bridge, right? Do you have Predictions either about your own technology, maybe CRM, maybe sales engagement platforms, right? The, the sort of Iron Man suit, or Iron Human suit that we're, we're putting on, where do you think it's going? Well, I love this question because as a co-founder of Chronologic, I think about this all the time. And one of the big things is, you know, it does feel like there is going to be some endpoint to the total number of of outreach and action, manual actions that SDRs take. You know, I, I attended an outreach event last year and they said, hey, you know, our, our top performing sequence right now is the Agoji sequence and it has 19 outreach activities over 27 days or something. That's a lot, calls and messages and emails. And will it continue to go up? Yeah, probably. But I feel like, I don't know that, you know, in five years we're going to be doing 100 Outreaches, I think people will just mark us as spam before we get to, there's some limit on, you know, the, the, the intensity of manual outreaches that people will be receptive to. So I believe in two things about the future here. One is that it becomes a lot more about timing. It's not just this, I don't know if it's spray and pray, or, but this just like brute force, right? Like, if 18 touches won't get it done, then I'm going to do 25 touches and then I'll do 30 touches and then I'll do 50 touches. I think it's going to be less about that and it's going to be more about timing. When you are thinking about us, I want to know anybody in the world that's thinking about our brand and I want to have an outreach to them within not days, not even hours, within minutes of them. If they download a white paper, if they register for a webinar, if they spend time on our site, I want to have intelligent outreach to them within minutes, maybe even seconds. I think that is a bigger part of the future than just more brute force. So that's one thing. In-market timing takes the cake over brute force. And then the other big concept I believe is that bringing 
automation can bring the humanity back into sales. And what I mean is like with Chronologic as an example, you know, we, our outreach is automated, but the goal of that outreach is to get a time for you as a human being and me as a human being to connect in a call, in a live conversation. I think that is because human beings are uniquely good at answering very specific non-uniform questions. So I don't know that the future is, hey, you have 15 questions that you go back and forth with, with a chat bot or back and forth with the AI powered email answer. I don't know. I think it's as a buyer, it's more like I would rather, if I have really good questions about what you do, Justin, I don't know that I want your like chat bot or just email back and forth, have all these answers. I, I think ideally, if I have specific questions, I would love to just speak with you ASAP to get those questions answered. So I feel like automation is a good, like things like Chronologic, things like ABM, right? All the ABM solutions like Sixth Sense and Demandbase and Bombora. I think ABM and I think Chronologic are both in this camp of we want to get you, we want to use automation, but the goal is to put people together at the right time. That it's, so it's sales remains human, and it, but, it, but it gets more timely. I think that's where we're headed. That's brilliant. I just love the way you articulate it because one of my philosophies, having tried to almost errantly replace SDRs with AI, it was fun back at Outbound Works because we figured out early that it was really going to be augmentation because we started running into some of the problems three years ago when at that time, 70% of top funnel activities could be hypothetically replaced by automation. What are some of the other areas of artificial intelligence and machine learning that you think are valid applications for revenue generation? It's kind of a giant question. So <laughs> I, I'm ready for it just because I've been thinking about it so much. But the thank, so thank you for that question. And thank you for being a, just a, you know, a thought leader in the, on the frontier of it as well. The, I think about time optimization or what we kind of call calendar monetization. But it's a part of the vision of Chronologic and part of how our technology has been built, which is we think that AI, what we're we're building our platform for is not just to to have the the absolute most simple and best experience for prospects and SDRs to book meetings, but also to actually start to build a calendar that is the most valuable use of people's time and let AI augment them in doing that. So we created a framework we call meeting math and we think about a value per meeting. So we, we think, okay, any type of meeting, like this is a renewal conversation with a customer that's an enterprise customer, or it's a second conversation with a mid-market customer for product X, right? Given these different criteria, you can calculate an estimated value per meeting. You start with, you know, what is a deal worth? And then you look at like how many of these deals, you know, how many, if I have a second call with this type of prospect, what's the ultimate percentage that this will convert into a sale and you multiply them and you get an estimated value per meeting. And you can do that across any meetings. And then if you know what the universe of leads are that are out there and leads, customers, engaged leads that are open to these different types of conversations you can start to prioritize them. Like, hey, I want to give my absolute next available time slot to this enterprise customer talking about an account expansion because by the numbers, that meeting has an average value of $10,000 a meeting. 
And I'm going to offer a time slot that is further out from that for a mid-market customer that's only on a second call that comes from an industry that actually doesn't convert that well for us. That customer is, I'm going to offer them a time right away, but that time is going to be pushed out. It's going to be later on because I know, because the AI knows that on average, I'm going to have some other hotter, more valuable leads become engaged and surface as opportunities to book meetings with. So it's the kind of thing that we as humans would do, but we don't have time to do it because we're actually doing the meetings. So we can all get more value out of our day if AI starts to help book out more of our calendar and help basically orchestrate our time to do the most valuable types of work. Yeah, it's, it's augmentation for our actual time. What other technologies usage, excite you, you in the stack or help your own internal team to be more effective? Could be outside of the realm of calendaring, could touch on these elements of automation. I'm curious what, if you can share the stack you use sure, or what you're I'll looking get... at because people are trying to run and scale companies similar in the vein of yours as far as stage and, and funding and innovation. And they're trying to kind of like dog food on their own stack. So you, you probably use chronologic.ai internally, which is cool. And curious what else you, you use just to be, you know, have a competitive advantage. Absolutely. So outside of chronologic, the, the hottest trend right now in our go-to-market is video clips. We use Chorus. I know, you know, Gong is another one. They, they have a, a definitely play in the same space. So we use Chorus and we now regularly clip verbatims from customers. So we, we anonymize these. So we don't share who the customer is and we don't show the video, but we just take little sound clips of them saying like, Oh, okay. So, you know, or, or like either talking about how they're going to use chronologic or like how good the results were, you know, we, we ran it on 1500 leads. We actually got, you know, 230 meetings and blah, 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 blah. And this amount of, of sales came out of those meetings and we'll clip little pieces of audio like that directly from the customer's calls that again, where the company is anonymized, the person is anonymized, but I play those in sales meetings. And I do it because there is nothing more authentic. It's not a staged video. It's not like a customer we, you know, we flew in and put in front of a professional camera and lights. And, you know, that's been done. And that's been done for a long time. And frankly, I don't trust that content that much. It's also, you know, it's not like a review that's publicly available that I know people are running incentivization campaigns to get. I'm not saying I don't trust those, but I trust those with a grain of salt. But if I hear an actual audio clip from an actual call, you, you, you hear that and you know it. And there's just, it's, it's not staged. It's undeniably real. And it's in the voice of a, another sales leader or another marketing VP or another SDR, vice president of sales development. And you, you hear that because you know the voice, you know the things you're thinking about. And you hear that audio clip in the meeting it, it just like, it just, it does the selling for you. And I don't see it that often. We've just started doing it in the last few months and it's like a mic drop, Justin. It's like, uh, you know, it's like, you, okay, you're worried about this issue. Let me, uh, can I just play a, a 30 second clip for you from another vice president of demand gen about how they view that same concern. And I just pop it up and I, and I play that 45 second audio file or whatever it is. And you just see the prospect go, well, that answers that. 
That's awesome. What what platforms do you use for video sending? So I so this is a little different. So what I'm doing is I'm I use Chorus to record all of our calls. I cut little clips and I put them in playlists. I'll put them in playlists around like you know brilliant d- demand gen marketer, uh, SDR leader, uh, CRO, CMO, and I'll organize them. Webinar follow up, chronologic for account expansion, chronologic for demo requests. And so we organize them by solution and by persona into little playlists so they're easy to access. But I'm not actually sending them. Uh, well, most of the time, I'm actually playing them during the sales meeting. I, I'll just pull it up. I'll just be like, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I'm going to play you a 45-second clip that's another person just like you talking about that same challenge. And I just play it in the, in the virtual meeting. I think it's, it could be really weird. I think this is a pandemic thing too because – it could be really weird to play a bunch of video. It might be a little harder to play video in a live in-person meeting, but I've noticed that in virtual meetings, I can play multiple short audio clips and video clips for them in the meeting without losing their attention and focus. That is awesome. That's so innovative. Just kind of little snippets and tidbits. Um, so you're big on video. You're big on video testimonials. And are you doing a lot of sequencing to get meetings? Do you want to talk about some of the other, can you share your stack or you prefer to keep it proprietary? Sequencing is somewhere where we're behind. I'll, I'll just be very honest. You know, so, so I use HubSpot. I use HubSpot. I use Chorus. I use Lead IQ, and I use Chronologic. And so my main, like Chronologic follows up on every engaged lead I have across all channels. And I keep my reps like, busy with meetings just booked like you know a lot of meetings in their in their calendars booked by chronologic so now it's not to say that we shouldn't be doing more prospecting just you know cold prospecting but so far with the team i have you know we're we're a seed stage company we're going to do our series a here pretty soon but i keep my reps calendars pretty packed so they don't they have limited time for cold prospecting and, but we do a little bit in HubSpot. So we do some marketing emails and some cold prospecting in HubSpot. We're right now uh, piloting uh, outreach um, and, yeah, and we're piloting uh, Drift as well. Um, but Chronologic keeps our calendars pretty full. That's awesome. Well, it's fun for people to hear about cutting edge startups, founders, chief revenue officers, how everyone has a tech stack and ways to evaluate its ROI at different stages in the journey, whether you're a billion dollar company or you're a seed stage or post B round company. Can you talk about how you make a tech? So how do you evaluate what the tech has to do? I think your thought process around investing in the technology is probably very illuminating for listeners. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, so the biggest objection I hear from sales tech buyers is, you know, time to integrate. Like they're just, everybody feels like they don't have enough uh, resources to integrate new sales tech because there's so much new sales tech out there. Um, I want to give a shout out to Chorus uh, because, you know, I remember like early, you know, early on last year, like this was when we were like six people, right? So I have no time. I have no time to like, you know, do a proper integration of anything. And the Chorus rep was like, hey, it's like, I'm going to send it to you. It's going to be like three clicks. And I was like, this guy's lying, just like all other you know, salespeople are there, they are lying or glossing over how much work it is to integrate. 
And Cora sent me the, the email, the onboarding, you know, like integration email. And I, it really was like three clicks. It was three clicks. <laughs> wow. And it started recording my calls that day. And since then, I've had time to go in. But for the first few months, Justin, I didn't do, I didn't know. I was not in the admin. I didn't do anything. I just three, literally three clicks. I couldn't believe it because it was like Google sign on. Every, you know, they had a bunch of defaults, like, you know, settings uploaded. I did three clicks and it was recording my calls for the next three months before I ever even had time to go in the admin and start to click around. So, and a lot of the audio clips from those, those three months were like gold. So I do think just ease of integration. And to me, I've never seen anything less than three clicks, three clicks for chorus. So I'll give them a shout out. I think that's a, a maybe one of the biggest deals these days in terms of evaluating sales tech. I love it. it certainly is for me. Yeah. I guess this is the goal is to get our deploy down to three clicks and um, yeah. the future we start offloading the admin tasks and freeing up humans to sell, get to the top of the half hour. What's a great quote that drives you in business and business development or in inspiration? I'm going to go with one that's just, you can't, you can't hardly forget it after you've heard it, which is, Business starts with busy. Literally, the word business starts with the word busy, granted with an I. But I've never heard that one. <laughs> once you hear that, you can't forget it because it's true. Whenever you're sitting there going, what, like, what do I do next? How do I double numbers again? How, how do I keep, you know, a double, I've got to double my SDR team. How on earth am I going to, like, what strategies am I going to use to keep everybody producing when I feel like, you know, we're already out of, Tam or something, you know, I, or I've lost all my in-person channels. And I, I just think always back business starts with busy, sit down, map out any strategy ideas you have and just go just like what we're doing now, Justin, and just start conversations with smart people, throw out your ideas, have them go, that's stupid, or that's brilliant. And then ask a few more people and just record mentally how many, you know, what, what kinds of responses am I getting to these ideas? But it starts with just surfacing ideas, asking people questions, and just in somewhere along the way, you're going to stumble upon something that actually, you know, that's really brilliant. And you're going to stumble upon some of the, the keys to making that thing happen. And it, it's, it's not going to happen if you don't just start putting yourself out there in the world, asking questions, exactly like what we're doing today. Talking about the future of sales is scary because you know, it's, are we going to be right about everything? No, we're going to have some things wrong, but we're, we're not going to move the ball forward until we start to talk about things that are in the realm of known unknowns and maybe even unknown unknowns. So profound. I love hearing you speak on these concepts. We're so aligned in so many ways. I didn't really have to say much. You uh, took some of the words right out of the, my mouth. How do people find you, Aaron? On well, I was going to say, Justin, we're hiring, so <laughs> I should mention that too. <laughs> Good to know. Everyone listening in, there's plenty of really talented people who are out on the market now and are big proponents of this type of tech. Is it just uh, Aaron Bollinger, or where do they go to find you and your website? The email is Aaron at chronologic.ai. The website is chronologic.ai. That's chronologic with the K, K-R-O-N-O-L-O-G-I-C dot A-I. Thank you so much for being on the show, Aaron. Thank you, Justin. Really enjoyed it.